Welcome to another episode of Intuition First Podcast with your hosts, Heather McKay and Christine Mira. We're here to connect you to your intuition and the gifts of the universe to get more out of your life and your business. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Intuition First. I'm Heather McKay. And I'm Christine Mira. Hey, how are you? Howdy. Howdy. What do you want to talk about today, Christine? I want to talk about building new neuropathways. Oh, that sounds um, interesting. Right. And, and so let, let me give the, the content. So when we are, when we talk about becoming a victor in our life versus a victim of our life in the way that life happens for us and how we respond to it, when you're coming out of a really challenging time, or you've been the recipient of a narcissist in your life, whether that be your parents, your siblings, your spouse, um, it's really hard because you, as the person you're responding, you respond in such a way that keeps you safe, right? Right. Doesn't necessarily mean you're you're responding in a healthy way, but if like, if you're a child and you've grown up with narcissist parents, you are constantly searching, you know, in your environment outside of you, how are they feeling today? What's going on? Are they happy? Are they mean? Well, they say something, you know, snarky and hurtful. And so you're constantly feeling into the environment, even though you may not be consciously aware. Yeah. Like you're walking on eggshells or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, exactly. You're afraid of triggering something. You don't know what that is. That could be overly emotional and could be painful. Right. By whatever people are saying to you. Yeah. So you'll hear a lot of empaths say, oh man, I'm just so exhausted. Everybody's feelings. I can feel everybody's feelings. Right. Because they were probably in some way, somehow, some time in their life, they've had a relationship with somebody who was domineering, who, who was powerful and you were probably a child and you're just trying to cope and survive. And so one of the survival mechanisms in growing up in that environment is to make yourself small and not seen and not rock the boat. And constantly assessing, 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 where are they? What's going on? Can I say this? Can I not say this? Can I hide? So as an adult, that got to you to, you to survive, right? But as an adult, you might find yourself responding in such a way where we have, you know, demonstrated the difference between, you know, being a victim and, you know, being a co-creator of your life. Well, it's hard when you're an adult to grow up having these tools and not realizing that there's another choice. And so today, what I wanted to talk about is how do you take yourself out of feeling, um, what's the word, the victim, but, you know, feeling like, oh my God, I don't really know how to be here because. I don't know what's going on and I don't know what's being said. And, oh, you know, they come at you and they're, they're attacking you. Like you're feeling anxiety, anxious about what's, what could be happening or being said or being felt on the other side. 
Is that kind of what you need? And you're constantly putting your feelings out. You're constantly. So, so yeah, people are exhausted. And most of the time right. an empath is always hooked up with a narcissist for the fact that that's usually how the, that's usually how the dynamic works. Yeah, because like a, nar- a narcissist needs somebody like that in order for them to feel powerful. Because if they were with another nar- narcissist, they'd be butting heads all the time and be super toxic. That's mm-hmm. even worse. Right. But I'm talking about somebody who is, you know, that they lead the world with kindness and that they want, you know, they want it, a better environment for themselves and for others. And they want to help other people heal. They want to be, you know, they want have acts of service as their goodness on the planet. Yeah. You know, so, so one of the things that happens is that empath coming out of, you know, a really challenging situation um, is constantly trying to assess what's going on as an adult. And they'll put themselves back in relationships where they know how to function. That's why you always see mm-hmm. a succession of narcissism because this person only knows how to respond to that energy and that frequency in that environment. Right. And it does. Or, it's oh, not good or bad. It just yeah. is what you're used to. Yeah. It's like your comfort zone, sort of, even though it's not a great comfort zone to be in. And it takes a ton of energy, mental energy, which I don't think people think about all the time mental energy to tread lightly all the time around the person or the situation or whatever it is to constantly like you said be putting out your your feelers and trying to trying to assess everything that takes energy out of you too and that's contributes to all that exhaustion that you talked about right right so you know the first step as we've said before is to you know stop having the relationship with those people so and when you step away from that your nervous system you the empath your nervous system is in shock Hmm. you have been pummeled at a level that most people don't understand right so you can see it in the physical plane by the interaction and the communication but on an energetic um uh spectrum a narcissist is constantly extracting your energy. They're using your energy. It's called narcissistic supply, right? And you as a child in that, in that situation, you're giving willingly because those are the people that need you. You know, you don't know any better. Right. Then. And if you've survived that dynamic, now you're probably as an adult, many things are challenging and confusing and, you know, like, why did my husband or why did my girl, my wife, why were they like that? Because that's how you were raised and you weren't conscious of it. And you attracted somebody that feeds that energetic pattern for you to, to feel like you're in a relationship. Right. The and hardest you, part is to, to wake up and go, wow, that's real. This is really unhealthy for me. This is really toxic for me. And uh, so anyway, one of the things that happens when you come out of a narcissistic relationship is you make excuses about why you're still there or what happened or at you, you keep yourself um, there because literally it's all you know. And so when I'm talking about making new neural pathways, how do you do that? Well, the frequency to change that and to build neural pathways is to speak truth and love 
That makes sense. Right. So mm-hmm. if you're, you're looking at the low vibration of narcissism, because it's very toxic and slow and it's deleterious, mm-hmm. you think of the frequency of, you know, God, divine connection, God is, you know, source, the frequency is high. So when you're speaking truth and love, you're changing your neural pathway, you're vibrating at a different frequency. And the more you do it, the more roads you build in your head, the different energy that now gets transmitted from your heart out to the world is a different frequency and an invitation to others to come towards you. Right. Right. But it takes some conscious effort to do that when you've been so conditioned. And I can see just going back for a second to how you were raised. I can see um, how maybe if you didn't, maybe you didn't receive enough attention. Maybe it wasn't necessarily direct narcissism kind of thing, but maybe you were kind of neglected as far as you didn't get emotional attention. And so you were seeking it. And so you end up, you get the wrong attention because many times as we've talked about, narcissists will love bomb you and, you know, make you feel special and all of that, along with all the other things that go, go with that. And then it, it turns sour, but um, or it's a combination. So there's a lot of different ways you can end up at this place, but yeah, definitely speaking truth and love will raise you out of it, but it's a conscious effort to do that. Once you realize that you need to do that, right? It's really hard because remember your survival mechanism is creating, you know, lessons for you to, to stay safe. Yeah, absolutely. So if you've always been, you know, making excuses or dodging or, you know, trying to make a chaotic situation work, Mm -hmm. it's hard to speak truth and love in that environment. But hopefully now you're, you stepped away and you, you have your own life and you've got your own space. And, you know, it's just those little, little things that we make those attunements that we change the frequency that we, that we remember our divinity and that that we're a good person like if Mm -hmm. we just hold those things and now see through those filters new actions will occur for you but you know the question was i don't understand why i keep tracking all these people that are you know that are like them you know i've i've been in a relationship i've i've had other boyfriends i have friends like 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 them and, you know, they were speaking about their parents. So it's like, yeah. oh, because, you know, yeah, this is, this is your reference system. This is how you survive. This is what's radiating out through your heart, into your aura, you know, inviting people because you're still learning the lesson. You're still becoming empowered. But the, right. you know, the great thing is to be aware, like, oh my gosh, it looks like them. You, you don't have to go and engage them. You can just decide, oh yeah, I don't want that anymore. Right. Or you can decide, go, oh yeah, I'm going to go for it. <laughs> when it, This time it's going to be different. <laughs> You're mm-hmm. just going to get the lesson and keep getting the lesson. You know, thing about the universe is that anything that you're trying to um, learn or to adopt or to build, um, source always gives you the same lesson in different forms and different shades, same frequency. Right. Because they're asking, are you, are you ready? Have you learned it? Oh, need another, you need another go of it. Oh, you learned it. Okay. 
And when you're really complete around different lessons in our life, they no longer affect you. You no longer have a reaction. You're not trying to demonstrate or defend or make a stand. What happens is you go, oh, that's interesting. Look at that. Mm -hmm. Oh, I recognize that. Okay. Don't need it. Thanks. Yeah. It's like, it's almost like you're lifted above it a little bit. Like yeah, not, yeah. not like you're looking down on people, but you're kind of watching what's happening from a higher level. I don't know how to describe it, but it it's, is like that. It's a healed level. Yes. Right. So the lesson is like, you know, I've got my hands enmeshed and I'm having this thing called an event or life, you know, and as you pull away, you know, you're still entwined, but then you pull away and you become a little separate. And then you, when you're whole and you're healed, now you're completely separate objects. Right. 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 So it's, it's understanding that the first step is for you to be honest with yourself, for you to, to see how beautiful and radiant you are and how you were designed to be on the planet and embrace yeah. that and embrace that and embrace that and speak it and speak it and speak it you yourself nobody else because the only the only catalyst that's going to happen for you to heal is you right. so you can't look to the outside world to make that happen for you you just have to make a choice and a decision like i'm worth it right and put that as reminders make make be conscious about the things you consume the things that you listen to the things you read the Right. Any of the any of the things you have control over that you bring in, just be conscious of that. And when you when you feel that little twinge of, you know, the old habit coming back or the old feeling coming back, just just stop and be aware of it. And you know, you can decide right there. I don't want that. I don't want to feel that. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna redirect and change my change whatever I'm doing, change whatever I'm, you know, looking at or listening to or, or whatever. It really comes down to self-acceptance and mm -hmm. self-love. Yeah. And if you can find those two things for yourself, and I'm not saying it's like, oh, you just fall madly in love with yourself, even though that would be awesome and great. <laughs> but, you know, when you're taking those first steps to realize like, I am not the result of that. Yeah. I am not going to be the result of people treating me poorly, you know, trying to hurt me. I am my own person. I am, I am a, you know, reflection of source and I am a good person. Like if you can just extract yourself and tell yourself every day, like it literally it takes 30 days, but you know, 60, 90 days, you can wake up every morning and say that to yourself. I promise you your, your brain will start rewiring itself and you'll start having different kinds of interactions. Right. And what was, um, I believe you mentioned one time about writing down some of those, I am statements and saying them out loud, like recording it in your phone. Right. So when I think that's, I think that's a great tip that I give exercises to people when we're talking and I'll say, okay, write down 10 things that you love about yourself. And sometimes they can only come up with six and that's fine. And while they're doing it, I'll do it. So they'll read it and then I'll read mine. And usually tears get elicited because I see the, the 
radiant being that they be. And they've never really had anyone acknowledge them like that. Right. And I asked them to take those and write them on um, index card and hang it on their bathroom mirror. I asked them to speak it into their phone. I am kind. I am loving. I am compassionate. You know, I am beautiful. Whatever all that is. And put it into their phone. And the first thing they do when they wake up is listen to that. The last thing they go to bed is they listen to that. When they're brushing their teeth twice a day, they're reading it. And, and, you know, if you get an opportunity to read it out loud, so you can see on all different levels, there's the speaking and the energy of it. There's the imprinting from reading it off the, off the mirror. And there's the listening, the frequency of listening to yourself, connecting the loop. Mm -hmm. That's the, that's a foundation for you to grow a new neural pathway. Yeah. I think that's, that's excellent. Um, something that people, an, an action item that people could do today to start to rewire and, and it, it wouldn't hurt any of us. I mean, that's a great thing to do for anybody. Well, I just got this, uh, this hack, this tip from Mel Robbins, been listening to her love her. and real, really one of her great practices is about filling yourself up. Yeah. Just filling yourself up with goodness before you feet your before your feet hit the pavement, right? Because so much of the time, you know, in my history, I'd wake up and I I go, this is wrong, that's wrong. Oh, I need to do this. I got the checklist going. I got to get up and make breakfast. I you know laundry, whatever. And so I just fill myself up with all the have to dos and not really connecting to my divinity and, and it's hard you know i mean that's what meditation is for everyone's like oh you need to meditate but just the idea of having you have to meditate there's a level of resistance to, that's a to do that's a to do item also right 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 <laughs> or becomes I, that i really loved her whole thing of just you know what's what's your goodness fill yourself with, up with your goodness from your first breath from the moment you wake you wake uh, oh you know you open your eyes and you wake up it's like yeah so i've been doing that and it's you know it's changed it's changing me and me getting stuff done and be a part of the world and making a contribution yeah so. i think it really makes your it and it makes your day better but you may not see it until you've tried to do it for a few days or a week or a month or whatever it is and then kind of all of a sudden you might be aware that you feel lighter and you feel not as edgy or I don't, I don't know. It, it's really hard to describe. And I've, I've found that too, with, with trying to do a, a little baby meditation right, <laughs> um, right. every day. Yeah. You know, um, I've, I've been told for decades, you know, meditate in the morning. And, and when I do, it's, it's like, I think the difference is it's like, oh, I have to meditate. I have to be still. I, I have to have my mind, you know, um, empty. Uh, you know, I need to be breathing. It, but it's not the same. It's not like, like hers is just fill yourself up. Yeah. You know, you don't need, well, to, and, you don't need to be in this posture or sit or no, that kind of side. No. And, and I up. mean, and that's what I call it, but really it is about being quiet and being still and breathing. So I can call it what I want, but it's, I don't go into sort of some sort of trance or anything, but just, just the act of the stopping and it, and it's gotten to be where it feels like a get to, it's like, 
oh, I need to make sure that I have time because I want this time in the morning to sit and be still. And yeah, and, and no, please, I wasn't, I wasn't. Oh, no, 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 I know, I know. Um, I was just saying for me, like all, over yeah, all yeah, the yeah. years of like waking up and knowing about meditation and prayer, you know, like, oh, it's like, oh, okay, I got to sit in front of my, my uh, altar and I got to light my candle, you know, it's like, yeah, it was just, I, more I, see. And I just would find myself pushing away from it. But I love I the whole see. thing about opening my eyes and filling myself up. Right. And for me, it takes a, it takes a little longer to just wake up <laughs> in the morning. But the thing, the point is everybody's different and everybody has their own kind of style or, or how they would like to, to do that. But the idea of filling yourself up, taking a moment to just be with yourself and not, and not working, not checking off the boxes yet, right. you know, just give yourself. And, and for me, that means waking up a little bit earlier mm-hmm. than I, than, other, than I, than I have to, you know, I don't have to get up and immediately jump in the shower and, you know, get ready for work. I ha- I've built in that time and I really enjoy it. So, you know, everybody's different. Everybody's going to have to see what kind of works for them, but just trying anything is going to be an improvement. Yeah. And I think if you can, you know, if you do adopt just filling yourself up from when you first open your eyes, yeah, you know, that's a great um, first step in rebuilding your neural pathways. Right. Right. So anyway, thanks for letting me chat about it. And yeah, I think, I think that's a, that's a really good topic and something people need to hear for sure be working yeah. on those I am statements. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please post it and let me know did, how it work, how it's working for you. Promise if you do it at least 30 days, you'll see a huge difference yeah. um, about how you perceive yourself. Right. On the planet. And you're, and you're really the first step for everything, right? Exactly. So, everything flows out of you. You're changing your vibration. You're having self-love and self-acceptance. Um, you know, the, the biggest key for healthy relationships is how deeply you love yourself is how much, how deeply you can love another. So. Right. Right. Thanks. Thanks everybody. Yes. Thanks for tuning in and please follow us on uh, Instagram and on Spotify and Apple podcasts, wherever you listen. And thanks for spending your time with us today. Ciao. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us for this episode of intuition first. We're so glad that you chose to spend your time with us today. If you know someone who could benefit from this episode, please share it with them and tag us on Instagram at intuitionfirst. We'd love to hear what you enjoyed and what you'd like to hear more of. And until the next time, keep listening to your intuition. It really knows what it's talking about.